It was at this moment that he knew. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! You are now listening to the world's most popular, inaccurate, and sometimes squirrel-dry telling of pop culture history. It's Podcast 42 on the Podfix Network. And it's time for Podcast 42. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. JL Trose. I'm Laura. Hi. 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 Tonight, we are revisiting another radio play. This is going to be Dragnet. The episode was The Big No-Tooth Date, and it was originally aired on April 5th, Are you, are you sure it wasn't The Big No-Tooth and the date was on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's you're exactly right. exactly what Laura... I, I did like, a Laura. Date. Hey! <laughs> They're all going to be date shows. <laughs> I'll take the girl behind curtain number two. Wait a minute, am I getting my shows mixed up? <laughs> so it's I'm thinking let's make a deal. The big no tooth and the date was originally on April fifth, nineteen fifty five. But I would like to go on the big no tooth date. <laughs> that sounds uh, right. Our next show is uh the creaking door show alive in the grave date. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like reading a fortune cookie where everything has to end it. With in bed. in bed, all of these radio shows are now going to end in date. So I hope they have good titles, so it sounds good. <laughs> Why well, well, nothing can top the big no teeth date? That's true. <laughs> so good We're for da- me. Dating in Polk County brings you <laughs> the big no, tooth. no tooth date. You mentioned our next show, but you can't get that on this channel. You'll have to go to the Podfix Presents Ooh, channel to so hear fancy. the creaking door. Date. Just FYI. <laughs> Alive in the grave. Date. 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 So how we do the radio shows is these are actual radio shows that originally aired. These are the original scripts. However, we have put all the parts in a fishbowl and randomly picked them out. And then we're going to assign each one of these characters a quirk. All those quirks are also randomly put into a fishbowl and randomly doled out. So at the very end of the episode, we will tell you what quirks each character had if you couldn't figure them out through the episode. But first, let's open up the beer cooler. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you think. JL Beer Cooler. Yeah. All right, Jail. What what did what's what's been stocked today? Uh, it's from New Belgium. It's their mural. It's in Agua Fresca Cerveza. Una cerveza, por From the Primus Micro. I can't read that. <laughs> Primus Micro wasn't that a Transformer? No, I thought that was an <laughs> album from Primus. <laughs> mm, Hi, kids. It was the like album that Ramona's big, big Brown Beaver was on. 
Primus microsovencia. We should put Primus in the traits fish. fish oh, no, we don't have, nobody can play bass. <laughs> <laughs> Primus. Primus microsovencia. So at the end of the episode, we will rate this beer based on a six pack. One being the worst, six being the best. This makes sense to everybody in the world except for one lone Canadian in Kissimmee. <laughs> Do you think he even listens to the show? No, he doesn't listen to the show. I was like he you. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't listen to the show when he was on it either. What? <laughs> I think he listened to the episodes that he wrote. So he listened to a few then. <laughs> <laughs> but now, let's go back to 1955, <laughs> which is a date that the big no tooth happened on. <laughs> see what I did there? I see what you did there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the story you're about to hear is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. Laura, why are you staring at me? <laughs> That's my quirk. Oh, I forgot to I forgot to mention these are going to be unedited, <laughs> and we do all the sounds, all the all the special effect sounds are going to be done by Sabrina tonight. <laughs> Gong. <laughs> oh, there's going to be some doozies. You're a detective sergeant. You're assigned to robbery detail. You get a call that a downtown hotel has been held up by a bandit. Don't cheat. Don't who carries lie. a sawed-off shotgun. Laura. Your job. Don't be reading my quirk. We have to guess it too. Find you? them. <laughs> Dragnet, the documented <laughs> drama of an actual crime. <sighs> For the next 30 minutes, in cooperation with Gravity Beard and the Los Angeles Police Department, you will travel step by step. On the side of the law, through an actual case transcribed from official police files. From beginning to end, from crime to punishment, I hate Podcast 42. Dragnet is the story of your police force in action. Well, it was Sunday, October 9th. It was cool in Los Angeles and on the boat. We were working the night watch out of robbery detail. My partner is Frank Smith. The boss is Chief of Detectives, Thad Brown. My name's Friday. Captain, no, Sergeant Friday. <laughs> We were on our way out of the office, and it was 2.06 a.m. when we got to the corner of Cinnabar Street, Grand Avenue. 
the Britain Hotel. We're waiting, love. (laughs) (laughs) I only have so much rum to get me through all this. (laughs) And the beer cooler. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Did you just say whale? That's not even in the script. Ah, she blows. I see her off the starboard bow. (laughs) Well, I just done what he told me. I figured there was no point in getting myself all riled up. Didn't see where that would be helping matters. Yes, sir. Whatever he said, I done it. Hey, you fellows looking for a room? Police officers. This is Frank Smith. My name's Friday. Yep. Um, are you from robbery? That's right, and I have one leg. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's Roberts, one one zero one six. Uh huh. You answer the call. I couldn't make it there. I only had one leg. Yeah. Descriptions out. Uh, Metro's um sending a couple cars. They're gonna help us look for the suspect. He's the best man on the planet. All right. Good. Anything else I can do for you? Get you a bite. I know where there's a good ear. No, not right now. Okay. I'm Roberts. I'll take the report. Take care of the report. Thanks. We'll we'll check with you. Walk, 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 walk. <laughs> <laughs> Such a professional. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I sure wouldn't have been wrong about you two. What's that? I never would have guessed you was cops. Oh, who said we were? Salesmen. That's what I put you boys down for. That's right. Ladies, ready to wear. I guess I would have missed the boat this time. Is it because I have one leg? I can't help it if I have one leg. Would you please tell us about the hold up and stop talking about my leg? Because I've only got one. Please. <laughs> my other leg's getting tired. <laughs> Your other leg? I thought you only had one. <laughs> Where does the leg come from? <laughs> my good oh. leg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the la- welcome to Los Angeles, love. <laughs> well, I thought those other officers already let you in on it. Uh, we'd like to get the details from you if we could. Oh, uh, well, I ain't got nothing better to do. Stuck here till 7 a.m. anyhow. wonder if we could have your name. My name's Friday. Joe Friday. Well, I'm Boxer. Tom Boxer. That's uh, B-O-X... Yeah. Yep, that's it. I yep. spent time in an ER when they removed my leg. <laughs> yep, it's boxer just like a dog. Uh-huh. I saw a dog once. Held a key. What time the robbery take place? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm. Just keep thinking it's okay. I've got all night. <laughs> and a full bottle of rum. Okay, um, well, maybe 40, 45 minutes ago. Long around one twenty, somewhere in there. Uh-huh. Wasn't one thirty. Shove that. Oh. See, I was listening to the radio. Stan Swift. Who's that? You know, Stan Swift. He's on every night, midnight till six, seven nights a week. Oh, yeah. The nights go swifter with Swift. That's how he puts it. Uh-huh. Gives a time single every hour and... Every half hour. Remember him giving the 1 a.m. Haven't gotten to the 1.30 yet. 
So it must have been around, oh, 120 when this fellow came into the hotel. What'd he do? Walked up to the desk. Yes, sir. I didn't even know he was there, not, not first. Uh-huh. I was sitting down in that chair, kind of had my back away from the door. Didn't hear him neither on account of him being plugged in. Um, I didn't catch that. I was taking a drink. What was that? I was plugged into my radio. Oh, I'll see it now. Walk, 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 walk. This here gadget, CC? Oh, yeah. It fits in your ear like so. Yeah, I think I'll get that. Let's you listen without waking nobody up. Other end attaches to the set like this. See? So, okay. Ha! Oh, Whew, sorry. <laughs> you mean that's a radio? Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, sure is. You ain't seen this kind before, huh? No, sir, I only have one leg. It's a transistor. Oh. That's what they call it. Regency transistor. Ain't got no tubes. That's what makes it so small, you see? Carry it around in your pocket if you had if you had a mind to. I see. Real good tone though. Plenty of volume. <laughs> Sorry. Real good tone though. Plenty of volume if you want to let it out. Yes, uh now if you just tell us about the robbery, would you, Mr. Boxer, please? Well, ain't that what I've been doing? Uh, sorta. Yes, uh, you said this man, he kinda hobbled or walked to the desk. That's right. Maybe stood there a couple seconds before I sensed him. Oh, how'd you sense him? Well, I unplugged myself, got up and asked him if he wanted a room. He said he did. Single. He was. Like my leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's a single. It's just one. Lost the other one a while back. I never Haven't have found a single. It yet. I always make it a double. Yes, sir. Well, check the boxes to see what was vacant. Had my back to him while I was checking. Didn't notice him opening up his satchel. His what? Satchel. Oh, okay. Must have been carrying a gun in there. In the satchel. Where? In the satchel. <laughs> <laughs> in the satchel. Anyway, when I turned around to register him, I found myself staring into the barrel. Shotgun it was. If this was a musical, the song <laughs> In the Satchel would have started playing. <laughs> that would have been great. I uh, would have had to hop around on one foot to dance to it. I'd give you tap shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a tap number. It'd be a tap shoe. Yeah! <laughs> Alright. Go ahead now, please. Well, this is a stick-up, he says. Do what I tell you, and you won't get hurt. I didn't know if he meant business or not, and I sure didn't aim to test him to find out. Oh, really? Yes. Yes, sir, I said. You just tell me what you want, and I'll do it. Yeah? Then what? I ain't no coward, you understand, but... You sure? I yeah, I ain't no hero either. Specifically when I'm facing up to a shotgun. Oh, sure, I can see that. Like man says, only real heroes are dead heroes. Like my leg. <laughs> it's dead. It's gone. But you still feel it. It's there in spirit, mate. <sighs> I know. It's like your foot's asleep. Permanently. So, keep going. Well, me, I just as soon go on living. That's why I done exactly what he told me. Give him the money from the cash drawer here. Cha-ching! See? Every penny. <laughs> she even made the motion, folks. <laughs> I'm thorough in my sound effects. Money! <laughs> See? Every penny. Hand it all over to him. Didn't try holding nothing back. Oh, uh, uh, yes, sir. Uh, how much was there? Fifty, sixty dollars somewhere in between there. Uh-huh. What happened then? Well, he told me to empty my pockets, leave the stuff on the desk. Did you do that? Huh? 
I emptied them. It didn't have then three or four dollars in change. He scooped it up with the other money, shoved it into his satchel. Where? In his satchel. Oh, I see now. Keep going, love. <laughs> it's like you've been punched out or something. <laughs> <laughs> did you lose said, a leg? I did. Then he said I had me, issues with that once. Then he said for me, come out from behind desk, walked me over to the elevator, told me to get inside right up to the top floor. That'd be the third. Oh, that's a big hotel. You see, the hotel is three stories high. <laughs> I would have uh, had to hop to the elevator. I've only got one leg. It's not a big hotel, but I understand. I suppose I could go off for number two. He went. I could go for a number two right now. <laughs> <laughs> he went known difference. Floor indicator down there don't work. It does for me, but keep going. But I didn't see where I'd be gain anything by it so i done what he told me wrote up three uh how long did you wait to get there uh till i seen him leave the hotel uh-huh the windy end on of the third floor hall uh uh did he drive away nope just rolled off i don't Lucky think he had bastard. a car <laughs> <laughs> how'd he get away he strolled off i told you he didn't have a car did he have a ship no and he turned oh. the corner and that was the last of sullivan uh-huh what did you do then? Took the elevator back down, called the police, listened to the radio while I was waiting. Oh, yes, sir. I figured I might as well take it easy till the cops come. Wasn't more than five minutes before the officers walked in. A little while later, you fellas walked in. I guess you know when that was. I do. Now, uh, Mr. Boxer, uh, could you tell me what he looked like? Did he have both legs? Huh? The man who held you up. Did like he have the one leg. Both legs or... Do they only have one like me? Oh, uh, well, I told them other fellas, the ones wearing the uniforms, they said they'd, they'd send out the description. Oh, uh, but uh, we needed two. So what'd he look like? Okay, um, young fella, 25, 30, I judge. Uh-huh. Big build, little bigger than you. How much bigger? A little bigger. Um, okay. But not as big as you, though. Somewhere in between you two. And he had both legs. That's yes. what made him a little bigger. Yes, sir. He had black hair, didn't catch the color of his eyes. Well, that's about all. And uh, how was he dressed? Oh, a suit. Stripe in it, I think. Two shoes? Yes, I've already told you. Two legs. Maybe dark blue with gray stripe, bow tie, kind of dapper. Did he have a monkey on his shoulder? No. Carry a gold coin? No. No? Any scars? Like from the knee down? Not where I notice them. So from the knee down? Peg leg? So he carried a gun in his satchel, right? He carried it in his satchel, right? <laughs> What's going on? Did he have more than one bullet that he kept in his gun that was in his satchel? In the satchel. No, that must have been where he had it. Didn't actually see him take it out, though. My back was to him, you know. So... How big was the satchel? You're so fixated on this damn satchel. Oh, it's medium size. Oh. About so long. Hmm. Was there any initials on it? Um. Like a J or an F? No, not so as far as I can recall. What J about or an F? <laughs> <laughs> I missed my satchel. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> F? Joe Friday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking S. <laughs> no. <laughs> no love. Okay. No. no. <laughs> I 
got it. Oh my what God. about the gun? How big was it? I don't know. This long, maybe? Mmm. Single barrel, sawed off. Like my leg. Could you tell the Mike? East India? Well, I ain't no expert on shotguns. I can tell. Would you know this man if you saw him again? Sure, I'd be a fool not to. Why? Like, to have you come down to City Hall in the morning. Right, Mr. Boxer, if you would. Well, what for? Show you some photographs. See, you can find him. Pick him out. You mean this morning? Yes, if you would. But Sunday? Well, we're not the only ones. You fellas work on Sunday? Well, yeah, he did too. What do you mean? Ha! Oh, sorry, just having a flashback. I'm good. Thought I had both legs again. Back down the one. Frank and his one leg and I checked the patrol officers who had answered Mr. Boxer's call. They told us that a search of the immediate vicinity had failed to turn up anyone who answered the suspect's description. 3.16 a.m. The crew from the crime lab finished up their investigation. They figured out where all the rum had gone. There were no useful fingerprints or other physical evidence in the lobby of the hotel. 7.38 a.m. Hangover kicking in. We checked the suspect's M.O. and the description with the stats office. We came up with 18 possibilities. About how many different types of rum I had. We pulled the packages from R&I and took them back to the office. Hop, hop, hop. I hear Frank coming. <laughs> oh, oh, man. It looks like it might rain. Why, you feel pain in your leg? No, it's a phantom pain. Uh, pretty early in the season for that, isn't it, mate? Yeah. Well, the paper says we're going to have a wet winter. Oh, you know it, all right. Real good for skiing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I personally like the snowboard. <laughs> it extends the skin. Maybe it'll help you grow your leg back. Yep, yep. That's what you need. Lots of moisture, heavy snow. You never go skiing? No. Actually, for you, wouldn't it be snowboarding, right? Oh, yeah. But I don't get to do it anymore. Well. Nonsense, Mom. Oh, I thought about taking it up a couple of years ago. <laughs> realized it was kind of pointless because I only had one leg. <sighs> Faye blew her haystack, though. Oh, how'd that happen? Well, she said I shouldn't give up my dream. She said I'd probably break my neck first time I tried. Yeah, kind of like you lost your leg the last time. Yep. <sighs> Sometimes I think she worries more about me than she does about the kids. Probably. Er <laughs> hop, 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 hop. <sighs> Morning, gents. Oh, hi, sir. Hope I haven't kept you waiting. No, not a bit. How are you today, Mr. Boxer? Uh, I'm sleepy. Usually got a couple hour catnap during my shift, kind of missing out last night. Yep, afraid you did. Even after all you fellas left, somehow I couldn't doze off. Listen to Stan Swift till 6am. Uh-huh. I'll bet you know more about Egypt than a real live Egyptian. Well, you got those pictures you want to show me? That's right. Come on, right over here. Walk, walk, walk. Hop, hop, hop. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's sit down. Yeah, go right ahead. It's not like I was going to sit or anything. I'll just stand here on my one leg and be fine. 
Yeah, let me push Frank out the way. <laughs> Here you are. This pile. That's right. Take your time. Look at each one. Long as you like. I'm going to get a little drink. Flip. Flip. Okay. Flip. Well, tough punch boys. Flip. That's right. No, it's not him. Flip. Hmm. No. Flip. No. Flip. Nope. Oh, hey, wait Flip. a minute. There is a resemblance. He looks something like this one here. Is it the same man, my, Mr. Boxer? Oh, um, no, no, no. Not the same. Flip. Yeah. Similar, though. That might help you any. Yeah, I might want to go through the others. Sure, sure. Flip. Flip. Now you see this fella. Wait, that one? He's not the same type at all. Flip. The other one I point out, you can see the difference yourself. Ah, uh, I see now. Um, not him. Flip. Not him either. Flip. Nope. Flip. Oh, now this one's closer to him. Um, Mr. Boxer. Not as close as that one. The other one, but closer. Oh, okay. Now we're, now we're getting further away. Flip. I no. can actually picture in my head those flipping <laughs> pictures. So, the sound effects are spot on. <laughs> Thank you. I'll give out my number later to be hired. No, no, it's not those. That's all you got? I'm afraid so. What's well, best I can do for you? Now this one here, the one I point out first. Yeah, we understand. It's not the same man, but you said... Well, I never said it was. Just said they were similar. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry we wasted your time. Oh, it wasn't a waste of time, not as far as I'm concerned. Huh? Remember me telling you about... How I tried to guess what different folks do for a living. I uh, sort of remember. I wasn't paying much attention. Looking at all those pictures will be a big help from now on. And how's that? I'll know a quick when I see one. On the following Sunday, October 16th, two more hotels were held up by a shotgun bandit. Both robberies occurred during the early morning hours. Both hotels were small. Description of the suspect and his M.O. indicated that he was the same man that had robbed the Britain Hotel. Frank and I continued our investigation, but we failed to turn up any leads. I kept running, he kept hopping. During the next week... All hotels in the downtown area were alerted. Sunday, October 23rd. My birthday. It's an okay day. The <laughs> night manager of the Schaefer Arms near the corner of Broadway and Clay reported that he had been robbed at approximately 3.30 a.m. He confirmed the bandit's description and M.O., but was unable to add anything new. Flipped through some pages, bought me a drink. Next morning, October 24th, we had a conference with Chief Brown. Meow meow doesn't sound to me meow meow like you're closer to him meow meow than you were two weeks ago. What you got meow meow? Well, it ain't much. Let's have it meow meow. Uh, description? Pretty general, isn't it meow meow? Afraid so. What else meow? Well, now, he's only worked one area, like me, at the gym on leg day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Meow? Your line is in my line for some reason (laughs) meow meow. (laughs) Uh, all the hotels are within a wa- mile of Pershing Square. Uh, it takes me a little bit longer to hop around. 
Yes, we know, Smith. Meow, meow. All you talk about is your leg, meow. Nothing to keep him... Let's keep focused here. Nothing to keep him from spreading out, is there, meow? Sephi hasn't used a ship or a car. You figured he pulled those jobs on foot, maybe? Two feet. One foot, meow? I bet Smith could, but it looks that way. And he must live downtown somewhere, meow, meow, maybe a garbage can. If you say so. Anything about the hotels, meow, that might take that might give us a tip off, meow, on his next move, meow, meow? Yeah, they're small, all small, smaller than the pearl. Meow? Only one person on duty. Meow. We've marked all the possibles here on a map, but you can only get there if you've actually been there, so you might want to take a look at it. Meow. Walk, 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 walk. Hop, 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 hop. Okay, right here. Look, I'm pointing at it on the map. That was the map unfolding. Okay, did your did your map meow meow just went whoop? Whoop. <laughs> How else do you pull the map down? Okay, meow. Sorry. I keep it handy all the time. Right here, these are the ones he's already hit. Here, here, and. Here. Meow. Tight little group. Meow, meow. Just how I like it. These circles indicate all hotels of a similar nature in the downtown area. Meow. Only works on Sunday, meow. That's right. What you got planned for this meow? Go to the bar. Have a few. Loot. Plunder. Stake out as many as we can. We even asked Metro to give us a hand. Carry more that way. We figure we'll have enough men to cover about, oh, 20, maybe. We plan on running the, the stakes from midnight till 6 a.m. Stakes? Oh, there's high stakes in this. When now he you hits, can have a peg leg. Oh, when he hits, he's usually between two and four. Two and four, it's awful. Two and four. How's that sound to you? Meow. Well, we can do. Yeah, sorry, I was having a moment. A little bit of a flashback. We're fine now. I've got one leg. I'm here. I'm in the present. We're good. Meow. We know, Smith. Meow. I want you both to stay on this between now and meow. See if you can pick up a lead somewhere. Meow, meow. Oh, we will, mate. Uh, Informants been able to give you anything, meow? Nope. They holding out? Meow, meow? Nah, don't think so. I don't really think they know who anybody is. Meow. Meow. Maybe the stakes will work. Maybe. Maybe not. Wait a minute, meow. Let me see that map again, meow, meow. All right, now here. Funny. See meow? Yeah. You said there are places he's already meowed? Yeah, that's right. Hmm. All right, meow. Draw a line from one meow to the other and you'll have a square. Oh, I've never seen that. Look at the square. Yeah. What's this right in the middle of the meow? That's the August Hotel on South Broadway. That's the one he hasn't meowed yet. Ah, I guess he hasn't. Looks like your best bet then, Meow. Oh, Chief. Way to figure that out. He's going to cover it on Sunday, Meow. Well, one leg Smith and I might take it. What am I taking? Yeah, I'm there. Okay. No, we're good. Come your Meow, Smith. Hmm? That's a coincidence. Hum. Just who I was going to Meow. During the rest of the week, we continued our investigation, but we failed to turn up any additional information about the suspect. A few minutes before midnight, on Saturday, October 29th, 
All the men from Metro, Robbery Division, staked out 22 locations in the downtown area. They got up, they moved about, grabbing new quirks, losing their scripts, and no barking. Sunday, October 30th, 12.05 a.m. Still lost, looking for what they needed. Frank and I entered the lobby of the Argus Hotel, and we walked right up to the desk. Walk, 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 hop, hop, hop. Marriage, marriage is what brings us together today. So sorry, we are filled up. Huh, we'd like to talk to the manager, if we can. I said we are filled up. Oh, we're police officers, love. Huh. That's one-legged Frank Smith, and I'm Captain, no, Sergeant Friday. Oh. Can we see the manager? I'm the manager. So you own this hotel? Me and my husband were married. Well, maybe we should better talk to him. Go ahead. I, if you can find him. Why? He isn't here? No. Would you know where he is? Marriage? Nope. Out getting drunk, probably. I wish I was doing that. I see. I work nights. He works days. He didn't tell me where he's going at night. I don't tell him what I'm doing during the day. That's our arrangement. I see now. It don't make for a real happy marriage, but it keeps us from killing each other. Ah, yes, ma'am. Oh, I know about death. It was rough and numb. Is there anybody else who could take over for you here tonight? No, no, no. It's during the day she's free, mate. I want her during the day. No. Oh. Now, are you sure your husband didn't say where he was going? We don't talk. Oh, I see. He wants me to know something he writes me or no. Leaves it on the desk. I do the same for him. I That's see. our marriage. Ah. We ain't exchanging no words for the last two years. I see, uh-huh. Saves a lot of wear and tear on the nervous system. He never said nothing worth listening to anyway. So your marriage is more like a guideline just for appearances? I see. Our marriage is like a guideline. Well, what do you fellows want? I want to parlay. Uh, well, ma'am, uh, several hotels have been held up downtown lately. I'm going to hold um, her up. Yeah. I might need help being held up. I'm falling no. on one leg. I hear you, mate. I need the consent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I wanted to hear. You were warned about it, weren't you? George was one. Left me a note. I see. Well, there's a chance he might come here tonight now, huh? If he does, I'm ready for him. But huh? are you ready for me? Got me a gun. Mmm. Cha-ching! Pistol. <laughs> Keep it in cash drawer, see? Yes, ma'am. Know how to use it, too? The cash drawer? <laughs> no. My marriage. <laughs> he shows up. I'm ready for him. Your husband? Is there some place we could wait in case he does? You don't have to. I don't need no protection. Told ya, I have a gun. I know. Yes, ma'am. So is he. Mrs. August finally agreed to let us stake out the hotel. 
She showed us into a small room of the lobby. From there, Frank and I could grab a drink and see who anybody who entered. During the next four hours, we drank. Frank hopped. Only two people requested accommodations. They were both middle-aged men, and neither of them in any way resembled the suspect in any way. Oh! Oh! Falling asleep. I'm up now. Uh, what time you got, Joe? I've got about home. Five after four. Lady, she ever pulled a job was three three thirty. I know. Maybe happy he, hour. Maybe he decided to lay off tonight. Ah, uh, maybe. Ring 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 ring. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll go to the voicemail. <laughs> it's nineteen fifty three. There's no voicemail. Maybe it'll just keep ringing. <laughs> I guess I'll tell. Who? Mallow. Oh, oh yeah. Are you guys there? You know I am, mate. Somebody wants you on the phone. All right. I'll be right over. Work, 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 work. In the booth. Yes, love. <coughs> Friday? Yeah. Wait a minute. All right. What's the address? Gossip? Thanks, right? Click. Work, 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 work. Oh, what's up? Not you. I gotta help you. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we staked out the wrong places. Thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah? Alright. Let's go. We gotta go to South Main. The ho- the owner was held up. Looks like he was pretty badly wounded. Oh, is he missing a leg now? No, but he got hit with the sawed-off shotgun. Frank and I drove over to the Joplin Grill on the corner of Main and Vincent Place. We talked to the patrol car officers who had discovered Fred Joplin's body. They told us Joplin was unconscious when they found him. Probably dead. They said they had called an ambulance and he'd been taken to the Georgia Street Receiving Hospital. Not dead. We telephoned the hospital and asked them to be notified as soon as the victim was available for questioning. Oh! Frank, he's going to be awake soon. This is amazing. I love it when they live. 4.42 a.m. Lieutenant Lee Jones, who's not as good as me, I'm a Captain Sergeant, and the crew from the crime lab began their investigation. Frank and I went to the bar. I mean the office. October 30th, right before Halloween, 10.17 a.m. Georgia Street reported that Joplin had recovered consciousness. (laughs) I love when that happens. You know you're not drunk anymore, mate. We drove down there and talked to Dr. Sebastian. He had said that Joplin was suffering from shock and loss of blood. (laughs) Happens when you get shot, stabbed, die. Not die. He also said that Joplin's right shoulder was severely lacerated, sword wound, and there was possibly the arm would have to be amputated, just like Frank's leg. (laughs) 10.46 a.m., we interviewed the victim sat down on the stool and asked for a cup of coffee. Yes, sir. I turned around, picked up the Silex, started filling the cup. With rum. And keep going. Times I finished, he got his gun out. Guess he had it in the bag he's carrying. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, oh. It's a satchel, I'm sure. It's probably a satchel. Where was he keeping it? In the satchel. Where? <laughs> Told me it was a stick-up. Said 
to give him the money from the register or he'd shoot me. And then what happened? I didn't say nothing, as I shouldn't, because I am royalty, and he just stood there, kind of staring at me. And then? He raised up his gun. Shotgun it was. Yes, sir. I mean business, mister. That's what he said next. I mean business. I thought maybe we were having a parliament meeting. I wasn't sure. Oh, I see. I still didn't say nothing. Just stood there with a cup of coffee in my hand. I prefer tea, but coffee was all that I was available. Rum. Start moving, he said. Voice sounded real low and mean. Didn't seem to match his face. Sort of a pleasant-looking fellow. Voice was mean, though. Barbosa. Started gesturing with the shotgun, pointing it towards the register. That's when I let fly. What'd you let fly? With a cup of coffee, although I prefer tea. Smashed it right into his face. So you threw it because it was coffee and not tea? I must have given quite a jolt. It's probably from the coffee. It wasn't tea. Tea doesn't give a multitude of a jolt. I see. Yes, sir. Didn't keep him from shooting me. I don't know where my guards were. But it sure wrecked his arm some. His aim some. My arm was wrecked. Leastways, I'm still here. Don't remember nothing after that. I see. Sure, it's a good one, though. Them coffee cups ain't the lightest things in the world. Tea's much lighter. Ah, yes, I understand now. Not to mention the coffee itself. Schooled and hot it was. Was it as hot as tea? Not quite. Tea would have been hotter. Right here. That's where I belted him. Where? Right in the jaw. Used to be a ball player, you know. (laughs) Oh, is that right? (laughs) I was a pirate. (laughs) wasn't pro exactly. I had another lo- uh, another gig lined up. But I had a first-rate pitching arm. Lefty Joplin, that's what they used to call me. Back in Junction City, Kansas it was. Not from there, but went there for a little visit. Uh-huh. Local merchant sponsored our team. Pitched 16 winners one season. Best record in the league. I guess that's pretty good. Well... I ain't lost all my technique. Leastways, I sure whapped him with that cup. Ah, yes, sir. Doc, say anything to you fellas about how I'm doing? Well, he just said that you're gonna be getting along. He make up his mind about my right arm yet. What? Whether I'm gonna lose it or not. No, didn't tell us. Might want to check with Frank, though. Guess in a way I'm kind of lucky. Better than you, Frank. How's that? Well, I've been left-handed, but Frank's only got one leg. <laughs> when you started off, I thought you were Liam Neeson. <laughs> I thought she was Julia Child. I did, <laughs> too. <laughs> it came around, though. I it Yeah, we asked the victim, Fred Joplin, you know, old lefty, to describe the suspect. The description he gave us tallies with what we already had. 11.17, Frank and I went back to the office. Oh, I can't figure it out, Joe. What's that? 
why he'd switch from hotels to a calf. Well, maybe he just tumbled into our steakhouse. Yeah, I, I thought sure. I thought sure he'd try the Angus though. Right spot Why would he try him. the Angus? He was at the cafe. He would go to the Argus. Ring, 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 ring. She doesn't even know where she's going. Ring, ring. Oh, I'll get it. I'll get it. Ring, I'll get it. Ring. Nobody answers, anyways. Argosis. Ring. Robbery. Captain Sergeant Friday. I see. Yeah. Did you give me anything else? Uh huh. What? Give us something to go on? What? Why is the rum going? Thank you, right. Click. Lee Jones in the lab. What's he got? My leg? Nobody's got that, mate. <sighs> but Javelin was right. He should have missed with the coffee cup. They find the pieces? Oh, they found more than that. Huh? They found a broken tooth. It's a tooth date. Oh, <laughs> uh, now I get it. <laughs> It only took 21 pages. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, analysis of the script and the tooth revealed that it was part of the lower incisor. From what we learned of the suspect is that he was now missing a tooth, and it seemed likely that he would need, make an immediate effort to have the tooth replaced or just look like a boxer. For the next three days, Frank and I interviewed dentists in the immediate vicinity of the robberies. Thursday, November 3rd, at 3.17pm, we questioned Dr. Clinton Parfield in his office on the second floor of the Marsh Building. Where's the doctor? <laughs> I'm the doctor. <laughs> I'd like to know, why is the doctor not here? Why is the doctor gone? Because they're trying to think of how to sing. The doctor can't talk. <laughs> yes, yes, I believe I had such a patient last Monday. Did he have a broken incisor? Yes, that is right. Could you sing to us what he looked like? Did he have two legs? <laughs> I've only got one. He did have two legs, oh, young man, about 30, super nicely dressed, seemed very pleasant. Did he have a nice hat? I like to wear a good hat. Did he say what happened to his tooth? Yes, he did. Automobile accident. Oh, boating accident, I see. He knocked it against the steering wheel. Uh-huh. He wanted a new fitting right away. All right, doctor. You're in my line. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm hiding there, but I agreed to make him a temporary as soon as I could. It should be finished tomorrow. Ah, that's right. He offered to pay me exact extra. Exact extra? <laughs> <laughs> that's very so, specific. How much exact extra are you giving? <laughs> exactly extra of what I asked for me to hurry it up. I told him you can't rush a new bridge, even a temporary one. I see. Did he tell you his name and where he was living? Well, not me personally, but my receptionist takes care of those details. I see. Would you mind checking with her, see what island she's on? No, not a bit. Excuse me. Walk, 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 walk. Door blew up. <laughs> They've blown up this whole script. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time we got a break. I've been dying for a break. 
Yeah. I've been dying for a break ever since I lost my leg. Hey, look out there. Starting to rain. Should have known by the way my leg fell. Ah, uh, yes it is. Yeah. Just like the paper said. Going to be a wet winner. Walk, 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 walk. Well, here you are, gentlemen. I had her copy it down for you. Thanks, mate. You have paper in front of you. (laughs) 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 Looks like the the chap we're looking for is Philip Seaver. Yes. Yes, that is correct. His address is right there, too. Well, at least we know one thing now. What's that? That he's got two legs? No! Two, really. We know why the rum's gone, and why he skipped over the Argus Hotel. Yeah? He lives there. Da, da, da. p.m. Frank and I hopped over to the car and drove over to the Argus Hotel and we talked to the owner. George Argus. He was finally there. He told us Philip Seaver lived on the second floor. Room 23. He said that Seaver was a quiet young man who had been staying at the hotel for the past six weeks. He also told us that Seaver worked nights and was probably in his room now. We took the elevator since Frank couldn't go up the steps and got up to the second floor. Walk, 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 walk. Hop, hop, hop. There it is! <laughs> I drew my lightsaber, alright? <laughs> yeah, I've got mine too. It sounds just like they're closing the doors. <laughs> Bam! Alright, pirate and police officer. Hey, what the... Put, put your hands against the wall. There. I'm not... Move! Oh, sorry. I'm not sure what to do. I don't know what to do about all of this. <sighs> Thank God he's clean, Joe. All right, turn around, mate. I'm going to take a puff. Where's the shotgun? You want some? Oh, dude. You guys must be off your rocker. Hey, I'll, see, I'll see what I can turn up. But it may take a little while. I've only got one leg. Alright. You got no right to come busting in here. Yeah, we do. Hey, do my eyes look bloodshot? You got any Cheetos? Hey, never mind. What would I be doing with a shotgun? I know. Why don't you tell us? I never had a gun in my life. Well, I had one gun, but I turned it into a bong. You did, ah! you did your sound effects I'm over sh- my bong. Sh- I don't even know what those sound effects are supposed to be. <laughs> Just says a noise. <laughs> uh, I'm searching it's, the room. It sounds like but the I'm wind. Really slow because I keep falling. I've only got one leg. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> so high right now. Boy, you cops, you sure make the darndest mistakes. Well, I bet you guys pick up the wrong guy up half the time. I'm not actually able to pick up anybody, sir. I've only got one leg. I can barely pick up myself. I don't know if he's smoking or opening a door, but that boom sounds amazing. But sure, let's see what else she got. Hey, look. There's nothing in this bureau except my clothes there, fella. Yeah? Uh, what about this? Well, 
That's just a satchel I use as a bong. What is it? A satchel I use as a bong. It's locked. Where's the key? Uh, I don't know. I I lost it. Frank, kick it open. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't kick open my satchel. Hey. (laughs) That's a good bag to store weed in, man. Uh, It's not worth anything to you without the key, is it? All right, let's go. Uh, how the heck did you get in there? Hey. <laughs> oh, you don't know? I told you I didn't. Yeah. I'm so high. I never had a shotgun in my life. You got one in the satchel now, mate. Where? In the satchel. Well, I must have picked up the wrong one by mistake. I think that's my dealer's. Sure, that's what happened. All right. Come on, Siva. Puff, puff, pass. <laughs> Bam! Ah! Grab him! I don't know what's going on! Me neither! I've got one leg! I fell! Ah! Cut your hand. I'll be all right there. Look at that. It's still attached, unlike my leg. Huh? Must have been bad. Must have bad ones. Like what, your leg? Yeah, and another tooth missing. Thank God it was my other leg. (laughs) The story you just heard is true. The names were changed to protect the innocent. Uh. On March 12th, trial was held in Department 98, Superior Court of the of California, in and for the county of, in a moment, the results of that trial. Philip Seaver was tried and convicted of robbery in the first degree. Five counts. And received sentence as prescribed by the law. Robbery in the first degree is punishable by imprisonment for a period of not less than five years in the state of penitentiary. What is that word? The state penitentiary. No, no, the state st- of. In the state of. Thank God I've only got one leg and not one eye. Because of the viciousness of the I wish I didn't have two ears to listen to this. <laughs> it was decided that the terms would be run consecutively. <sighs> you have just heard Dragnet. A series of authentic cases from official files. This would have been better if Gravity Beard did it. But it was done poorly by... Podcast 42. Technical advice. 
Comes from the office of Chief of Police, W.H. Parker, who didn't teach Sabrina how to be a Foley artist. (laughs) He knows more because he's a Chief of Police of the Los Angeles Police Department. That's law and order. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's, that's, that's law and order. That's, that's law and order. I'm like, wait a minute. That's Netflix. That's Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun. So, JL's characters were Jack Sparrow, right? Yeah, that's right. And Bruder. <sighs> who's a caller into our show for our regular episodes. And then what were your other characters? It was I am Mike Tyson, oh, the best man on the planet. Oh, Mike Tyson? What was Mike Tyson? Mike Robert. Tyson was Robert. Robert. He bit off more than he could chew. Oh, okay. No. Like Evander Holyfield's here. And was that all your characters? Yeah, that was it. All right. Sabrina was Liam Nielsen. <laughs> I was Sabrina like... was Queen Elizabeth. Yep. Okay, Queen Elizabeth. Yep. Uh... PTSD survivor. PTSD soldier. Oh, hey. Yep, but there's more to it. He Amputee. Only, he with, had two legs. <laughs> with one leg. Oh, yeah. With one, one leg. leg. I feel like yes. he only had one leg. Yes, yes. I PT- feel like he should only had one line. <laughs> <laughs> PTSD soldier with one leg who reminds everyone he or she only has one leg. Because <laughs> you can't see it. Because I can't see it. <laughs> yes, because you can't see it. And then... And then sound effects. <laughs> Laura. Yes. From the guy from... She was an old British lady from Monty Python. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I was the priest from Princess Bride. Yes, and then you were British. I, I just had a British accent. Oh, I thought you were just supposed Cockney. to be a. Well, no, it's not and, fair. And, and then, then you were only talking song. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. I had a talking song. Talking song. She sang everything. I did. And then me. <laughs> I don't even want to know. You had to say meow. You were a meow meow person. Meow meow. Yes, meow meow. Meow meow kitten from <laughs> Captain Kangaroo. Then I'm. Uh, <laughs> wait, is it meow meow kitten from Mr. Rogers? I don't know. I think meow meow kitten was Mr. Rogers. Oh, I thought he just said he was Captain Kangaroo. No, <laughs> he, he said he was meow meow kitten from Captain Kangaroo. It wasn't that really the same show. No, no. I don't know. It's before my time. <laughs> no, you're all just so much older than me. Oh. It was not before your time, Dale. And then one was. Got yeah, two more. Oh man, <laughs> I'm afraid to guess on one of them. Oh yeah, yeah. the clicker. Yeah, yeah, someone who clicks when they talk. <laughs> I thought he was just racist. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> there was a language that clicks. Yeah. Clearly, he wasn't speaking it. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked with some people who knew the clicking language, and we would ask them to say things. In the clicks, and they said, "Well, we can't say it because their language is like just compressed to 
like just a few words, so they didn't have translations for a lot of things. They say more than just clicks, though. The words end with clicks. I talked to somebody at Animal Kingdom who spoke it. So did I. I just told that story. <laughs> no, mine was They weren't better. there the um, same day, so it was probably the same person. It could have been just yeah. the same realize person. It. Yeah. Uh, and then your other one was? A pothead. Yeah, yes. like Tommy Chong. Yeah, just a pothead. Pothead. He but, was up in smoke. Yes. <laughs> I had drawn pirate. And then when I figured out JL was Jack Sparrow, I'm like, well, I don't want to do another pirate. So I switched it out. Nice. Well, let's open up the beer cooler. JL cooler. Never run away. Never run away. JL cooler. Never run away. Never run away. JL cooler. Boom. Perfect. All right, tell us what this is again. Oh, it's a nice Agua well. Fresca Cerveza. It's mural from New Belgium, and they mixed it with another brewery. 4% ABV with watermelon, lime, hibiscus, and agave. Well, I'll start this week. Um, it's not bad. I do like the fruity taste of it. It, it ends in the fruit, so... I actually like that better than the uh, ending in the beer taste. But overall, it doesn't have like a very strong flavor. One of the this one of these fruits sticks out, but I can't. I can't Is it the agave? I, I don't know. I don't know what the, the I think what it's the, the watermelon. Is it the watermelon that yeah. kind of stands out? Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of watermelon flavored things. I like watermelon itself, but watermelon flavoring is not that great. But um, it's harmless. Um, I like that Primus had a hand in making it. Feel the baseline right here. Jerry was a race car driver. Uh, I'm going to give it a three and a half. Laura? You can't do halves. He told me that before. Oh, no, no. We no, said we halves are okay, but we just told you you couldn't just drink half a beer. It has to be one and up. I don't like how you change the rules to suit you guys. Well, um, that's what we do. Well, I don't like the fact I only have one leg, so we're even. <laughs> Sabrina, that wasn't you, Pharrell. <laughs> No, she's oh. a method actor. She cut her leg off. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. I couldn't see it. Um, Does OxyClean get the blood out of the... <laughs> she also wears glasses. <laughs> Surprise! But she lost those last week. Yeah, I found them again. Well, I keep an extra pair in the drawer. All right. Well, so my take on it is it is definitely agua. Like, it's a very watery... Like, it's a light, super light beer. It yeah. does not have any... It's definitely water. Yeah, like it's it's not a strong flavor whatsoever. It's like water. No. The Bud Light seltzer we had last week actually was stronger. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like it's... Sprint was drunk It's kind of point. weak. Because <laughs> I had four. As far as beers go. Um, yeah. But flavor-wise, it's, it's decent. Um, I'll go a three. Not quite a half. I'm not going to do half. I was yelled at when I wanted to do a half. No, you just want to do a half. Right. So if you can't do a half, then you can't do a half at any point. All right, fine. Mine's a three then. Are you happy? No. Are you happy? No. Are you happy? No. Sabrina. I could do six, but I don't think I would want to. It is a it's it is light. Um you get that watermelon taste at the end of it. It's not it I mean if if you're not a beer drinker, this is the type of drink that you should go for. But I personally wouldn't want... I'd, I'd probably do two and move on. I could do six, but two would be more than enough. So is two what we're putting on the website? Yep. Okay. That was confusing. I, like I was to confused be confused by that. 
Well, I mean, it could be six. It could be six, because I could actually drink all six of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you could. I could, but I would not but want to. could, but I wouldn't want to either. No. What, I'd only... Your recommendation is two. That's what we're going on. Not what you could actually do, but yeah. what your recommendation would be. Two. Sure. All right. Beer Master. <laughs> all right. So, after tasting it, it's all right. I can't complain. It's got a decent taste to it. Here, let's try again. But yeah, there's a lot of different flavors that hit you all at once. And it's not a very smooth aftertaste because of all the flavors that are hitting you at once, I feel. It's not a terrible beer, but I don't think it's one that you could drink a ton of in one sitting. So overall, I would probably give it a three because it's definitely got a middle ground and I can see how some people would really like it. But honestly, I think it's too many flavors hitting you at once. Mm. If I was drinking it out of fruit... I could probably do more. So you're adding a third rating, is what you're saying? Yeah, but it, it, it's a okay. very light beer. If it's it's you extremely mix it light with yes. some vodka, maybe a little bit yeah. more fruit juice. Yeah, like yeah, it might totally be a really there. good mixer. Yeah. What would you ladies rate it uh, if you're on a boat in the South Pacific? Seven. <laughs> Easily eight. <laughs> she makes everything higher on a cruise. You know like, that. If I'm on a boat, man, a everything's boat. perfect. Like, if that's what you're yeah. going to bring me on a cruise, I will drink it. If you had the drink week. package, what would you rate this? I mean, if Are I had we, the drink package. Then I we're would... adding vodka to it. Yes. Then I'm, I'm going And to... maybe even tequila, tequila would go well with I this. I think a nice spice drum, maybe. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. No, tequila. I think tequila. I put it with tequila. Well, because of the cerveza and the agave, the mixtures that are in it, and with the agave and everything like that. And they're like a watermelon margarita. I think tequila would be the ultimate mixture for this. If we're going to add like an actual liquor to it. All right, liquor. I don't even know her. (laughs) (laughs) Have some tequila. You will. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I would like to turn this into a margarita. And then I would oh, like drink one of the, like the like a uh, Corona Rita, like yeah. when you pour it into the margarita. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you want to like, get everyone sick? No, I want to drink a Corona. Get everyone sick? It, I did not say I want to drink the coronavirus. Oh. Or COVID nineteen. We have a cure for it. It's called a Lyme. Lyme disease. Yes. <laughs> That's who you hook up with when you have the coronavirus. Yeah. It's somebody with Lyme disease. Poor Corona company. <laughs> I was defending them just now. Yeah. All right, Sabrina. Well, where would where do you find us? You can find us on Facebook in the official Podcast 42 Facebook group. Um, you can find us anywhere you find podcasts. Spreaker, Apple, Google, anywhere at all that there's podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all those fantastic places. Chances are, if you're listening to us now, you found us. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, guys. Yay. Yay. Way to go, Sabrina. Thank you. Sabrina just told us we found them. That's right. Um, We have, uh, you can email us at podcast42show at gmail.com. We love to get in any feedback, any questions, positive, negative. We don't care. We just like to hear from people other than ourselves. Uh, you can also call or text us at 321-285-5512. Uh, if you don't want to hear your voice on the show, you can message it and hear our voice talk about your text. <laughs> For free. For free. 
Um, however, if you would like to pay for that privilege, we're also on Patreon. Um, you know how to sell it, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> Um, go ahead and check us out on Patreon. It does have all of our shows on there. It's only $3 a month. It's not that bad. It's less than a Starbucks coffee. And you can support us, help us make great shows like the one you just listened to. <laughs> Which is unedited, by the way. Oh, unedited. unedited. Yes. To a degree. And then um, I was going to say uh, we're part of the Podfix Network. Uh, we're going to be doing a special show for them, so you can check us out on there as well. And our website is podcast42show.wordpress.com. It does give a listing of all of our previous episodes, our beer ratings, um, all of that fun stuff. Our artwork has been done by Cute Panda. You can find Cute Panda for commissions on Facebook. And our theme music is by Cremo. You can find more music on Cremo.net or on Facebook under Cremo. All right. Thank you, One-Legged Man. You're welcome. Well, that's it for today. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. J.L. Troops. I'm Laura. Bye. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Cha-cha, the flippity flop. Gong. <laughs>
Didn't see where that would be helping matters. Yes, sir. Whatever he said, I done it. Hey, you fellas looking for a room? Police officers, this is Frank Smith. My name's Friday. Are you from robbery? That's right. Roberts, 1 F 16. Mm -hmm. You answered the call? Yeah. The description's out. Metro's sending a couple of cars to help us look for the suspect. All right, good. Anything else I can do for you? No, not right now. Okay. I'll take care of the report. Thank you. We'll check with you. Right. You know, I sure would have been wrong about you two. What's that? I never would have guessed you was cops. Oh. Salesman. That's what I'd put you boys down for. I see. Ladies ready to wear. Guess I would have missed the boat this time. Yes, sir. Would you tell us about the holdup, please? I thought them other officers already let you in on it. Well, we'd like to get the details from you if we could. Oh, oh. Well, I ain't got nothing better to do. Stuck here till 7 a.m., anyhow. What if we could have your name? Boxer. Tom Boxer. That's B-O-X-E-R? That's it, you know, just like a dog. Uh -huh. What time did the robbery take place? Oh, 40, 45 minutes ago, along around 1.20, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. Wasn't 1.30 yet, I'm sure of that. Oh? You see, I was listening to the radio, Stan Swift. <clears throat> Who's that? You know Stan Swift. He's on every night, midnight till 6, seven nights a week. Oh, yeah. The nights go swifter with Swift. <laughs> That's how he puts it. Uh -huh. Gives a time signal every hour and every half hour. Remember him giving the 1 a.m.? Hadn't given the 1.30 yet, so it must have been around uh, 1.20 when this fella come into the hotel. What'd he do? Walked up to the desk. Yes, sir. I didn't even know he was there. Well, not at first. Mm -hmm. I was sitting down in that chair, kind of had my back away from the door. <clears throat> didn't hear him neither on account of being plugged in. What was that? To my radio. Oh, I see. This here gadget, see? See? Mm -hmm. It's into your ear, like, like so. Yeah, mm -hmm. I understand. Let you listen without waking nobody up. Other end attaches to the set, like, like so. Mm-hmm. You mean that's a radio? Mm -hmm. Sure is. You ain't never seen this kind before, huh? No, sir. Transistor. Oh. That's what they call it. Regency transistor. Ain't got no tubes. That's what makes it so small, you see? Carry it around in your pocket, if you have a mind to. I see. Real good tone, though. Plenty of volume if you want to let it out. Yes, sir. Now, if you just tell us about the robbery, would you, Mr. Boxer, please? Well, ain't that what I've been doing? Yes, sir. You said this man walked up to the desk? That is right. Maybe stood there a couple of seconds before I sensed him. Mm -hmm. Unplugged myself, got up and asked him if he wanted a room. He said he did, uh, single. Yes, sir. Checked the boxes to see what was vacant. Had my back to him while I was checking. Didn't notice him opening up his satchel. Mm -hmm. Must have been carrying the gun there in the satchel. Anyway, when I turned around to register him, I found myself staring into the barrel. Shotgun it was. All right, go ahead, please. This is a stick-up, he said. Do what I tell you and you won't get hurt. I didn't know whether he meant business or not, and I sure didn't aim to test him to find out. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir, I said. You just tell me what you want and I'll do it. Yeah. I ain't no coward, you understand, but I ain't no hero neither, especially when I'm facing up to a shotgun. Sure. Like the man says, only real heroes are dead heroes. Yes, sir. Me, I'd just as soon go on living. That's why I've done exactly what he told me. Give him the money from the cash drawer here. See? Every penny. Hand it all over to him. Didn't try to hold none back. Yes, sir. How much was there? Fifty, sixty dollars, somewhere in between there. Mm -hmm. What happened then? Well, he told me to empty my pockets, lay the stuff on the desk. You did, huh? I emptied them. I didn't have more than three or four dollars in change. He scooped it up with the other money, shoved it into his satchel. I see. Then he said for me to come out from behind this desk, walked me over to the elevator, told me to get inside and ride up to the top floor. That'd be the third. You see, the hotel's three stories high. Yes, sir, I understand. I suppose I could have got off on number two. He would have known the difference. 
floor indicator down there don't work. Mm -hmm. But uh, I didn't see where I'd be gaining anything by it, so I'd done what he told me. I rode up the tree. How long did you wait there? Oh, till I seen him leave the hotel. Mm -hmm. From the window end of the third floor hall. Did he drive away? No, just strolled off. I don't think he had a car. I see. Turned the corner, and that was the last of him. Mm -hmm. And what did you do then? Took the elevator back down, called the police, listened to the radio while I was waiting. Yes, sir. Figured I might as well take it easy till the cops come. Wasn't more than five minutes before them officers walked in. A little while later, you fellas walked in. I guess you know when that was. Yes, sir. Now, Mr. Boxer, could you tell us what he looked like? Huh? The man who held you up. Oh, well, I told them other fellas, the ones wearing uniforms, they said they'd send out his description. Yes, sir, we understand. We'd like to have it, too. Okay. Oh, young fella, 25 to 30, I judge. Yeah. Big Bill, a little bigger than you. Mm. Not as big as you, though. Uh, somewhere in between. Yes, sir. Black hair. Didn't catch the color of his eyes. Well, that's about all. How was he dressed? Oh, suit. Striping it, I think. Maybe dark blue with a gray stripe. Bow tie. Kind of dapper. Mm-hmm. Have any scars? <laughs> Not where you'd notice them. He said he carried the gun in a satchel, is that right? Must have been where he had it. Didn't actually see him take it out, though. Uh, back was to him at the time. How big was the satchel? Oh, medium-sized, about oh, so long. Any initials on it? No, not so far as I can recall. What about the gun? How big was it? This long, maybe. Mm -hmm. Single barrel, sawed off. Could you tell the make? Well, I ain't no expert on shotguns. No. Would you know this man if you saw him again? <laughs> sure, I'd be a fool not to. Why? I'd like to have you come down to the city hall in the morning, Mr. Boxer, if you would. Well, what for? I want to show you some photographs, see if we can pick them out. You mean this morning? Yes, sir, if you would. It's Sunday. Yes, sir, that's right. You fellas work on Sunday? Well, we're not the only one. Well, what do you mean? He did. Frank and I checked with the patrol officers who had answered Mr. Boxer's call. They told us that a search of the immediate vicinity had failed to turn up anyone who answered the suspect's description. 3.16 a.m., the crew from the crime lab finished up their investigation. There were no useful fingerprints or other physical evidence in the lobby of the hotel. 7.38 a.m., we checked the suspect's M.O. and the description with the stats office. They came up with 18 possibles. We pulled the packages from R&I and took them back to the office. Well, looks like it might rain. Pretty early in the season, isn't it? Well, the paper says we're going to have a wet winter. All right. Real good for skiing, I guess. Yeah. That's what you need. Lots of moisture. Heavy snow. You never go skiing. No. Well. No, I thought about taking it up a couple of years ago. Faye blew her stack, though. Mm. Said I'd probably break my neck first time I tried. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think she worries more about me than she does about the kids. Mm -hmm. uh, good morning, gents. Oh, hi, sir. Hope I haven't kept you waiting. No, sir, not a bit. How are you today, Mr. Boxer? Oh, sleepy. Usually get a couple of hours catnap during my shift. <clears throat> kind of missed out on it last night. Yes, sir, I'm afraid you did. Even after all you fellows left, somehow I just couldn't doze off. Listen to Stan Swift till 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you I know more about Egypt than a real live Egyptian. Well, you got them pictures you wanted to show me? Yes, sir, right over here. It's all right if I sit out? Yeah, go right ahead. Here you are. This the pile? Yes, sir, take your time. Look at each one as long as you like. Okay. <laughs> Pretty tough bunch of boys. Yeah. No, it's not him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. Nope. Well, hey, wait a minute. There is a resemblance. He looks something like this one here. 
Is it the same man, Mr. Boxer? Oh, no, 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 not the same. Yeah. Similar type, though. Does that help you any? Might. You want to go through the others? Sure, sure. Now, you see this fellow? Yes, sir. He's not the same type at all. No. The other one I pointed out was, you, you can see the difference yourself. Yes, sir. Yeah. Ah, not him. Not him either. Nope. Oh, now, oh, this is closer to him. Sir? Not as close as that one, the other one, but, but closer. Yes, sir. Now we're getting further away. No, no, it's none of these. Is that all you got? Afraid so. Well, that's the best I can do for you. Now, this one here, the one I pointed out first. Yeah, we understand, but it's not the same man, you see. Well, I never said it was. Just said they were similar. Yes, sir. Well, I'm sorry we wasted your time. Oh, it wasn't no waste of time, not as far as I'm concerned. Huh? Remember my telling you about how I try to guess what different folks do for a living? Yeah. Looking at all these pictures will be a big help from now on. How's that? I'll know a crook when I see one. On the following Sunday, October 16th, two more hotels were held up by a shotgun bandit. Both robberies occurred during the early morning hours. Both hotels were small. The description of the suspect and his M.O. indicated that he was the same man who had robbed the Brinton Hotel. Frank and I continued our investigation, but we failed to turn up any leads. During the next week, all hotels in the downtown area were alerted. Sunday, October 23rd, the night manager of the Schaefer Arms near the corner of Broadway and Clay reported that he had been robbed at approximately 3.30 a.m. He confirmed the bandit's description and M.O., but was unable to add anything new. The next morning, October 24th, we had a conference with Chief Brown. Doesn't sound to me like you're any closer to him than we were two weeks ago. What do you got? Well, not much. Let's have it. Description? Pretty general, isn't it? Afraid so. What else? Well, now he's only worked one area. Yeah? All the hotels are within a mile of Pershing Square. Nothing to keep him from spreading out, is there? So far, he hasn't used a car. You figure he pulled these jobs on foot? Looks that way. Then he must live downtown somewhere. Mm-hmm. Anything about the hotels that might give us a tip-off on his next move? Yeah, they're all small, only one person on duty. Uh-huh. We've marked all the possibles here in a map. You want to take a look at it? Yeah. Okay, right here. These are the ones he's already hit. Here, here, over here. Tight little group? Yeah. These circles indicate all the other hotels of a similar nature in the downtown area. Uh-huh. Well, he works on Sundays, huh? That's right. What do you got planned for this Sunday? Well, we'll stake out as many as we can. We've asked Metro to give us a hand. We figure we'll have enough men to cover about, oh, 20 likelies, maybe. We plan to run the stakes from midnight till 6 a.m. When he hits, it's usually between 2 and 4. How's that sound to you? About all we can do. Yeah. I want you both stay on this between now and Sunday. See if you can't pick up a lead somewhere. We will. Informants been able to give you anything? Nope. They holding out? No, I don't think so. I don't think they know who he is. Well, maybe the stakes will work. Maybe. Wait a minute. Let me see that map again. Right here. Funny. See here? No. You said these are the places he's already robbed? That's right. All right together. Draw a line from one to the other and you'd have a square. Yeah. What's this right in the middle of the square? That's the Argus Hotel on South Broadway. That's one he hasn't hit yet. Mm-hmm. Looks like your best bet, then. Yeah, that's the way we figured it. Who's going to cover it Sunday? Well, Smith and I thought we'd take it. That's a coincidence. Hmm? Just who I was going to suggest. During the rest of the week, we continued our investigation, but we failed to turn up any additional information about the suspect. A few minutes before midnight on Saturday, October 29th, men from Metro and Robbery Division staked out 22 locations in the downtown area. Sunday, October 30th, 12.05 a.m., Frank and I entered the lobby of the Argus Hotel and we walked up to the desk. 
Sorry, we're full up. Like talk to the manager if we can. I said we're full up. We're police officers. Huh? This is Frank Smith. My name's Friday. Oh. Could we see the manager? I'm the manager. You own this hotel? Me and my husband. Or well, maybe we better talk to him. Go ahead. If you can find him. Isn't he here? Nope. Would you know where he is? Nope. Not getting drunk, probably. I see. I work nights. He works days. He don't tell me where he goes at night. I don't tell him what I do during the day. That's our arrangement. Mm -hmm. It don't make for a real happy marriage, but it keeps us from killing each other. Yes, ma'am. Is there somebody who could take over for you here tonight? Nope. Now, you're sure your husband didn't say where he was going? We don't talk. Oh. He wants me to know something. He writes me a note, leaves it on the desk, and I do the same for him. I see. We ain't exchanged no words for the last two years. Uh -huh. Saves a lot of wear and tear on the nervous system. He never said nothing worth listening to anyway. I see. Well, what do you fellas want? Well, ma'am, several hotels have been held up downtown lately. No. Yeah. You were warned about it, weren't you? George was warned, left me a note. I see. Well, there's a chance he might come here tonight. If he does, I'm ready for him. Hmm? Got me a gun. Pistol. Keep in the cash drawer, see? Yes, ma'am. I know how to use it, too. He shows up. I'm ready for him. Is there some place we could wait in case he does? You don't have to. I don't need no protection. Told you. I've got a gun. Yes, ma'am. So's he. Mrs. Argus finally agreed to let us stake out the hotel. She showed us into a small room off the lobby. From there, Frank and I could see anybody who entered. During the next four hours, only two people requested accommodations. They were both middle-aged men, and neither one of them in any way resembled the suspect's description. What time you got, Joe? Mm -hmm. See, five after four. Huh? Latest they ever pulled a job was 3.30. Yeah. Maybe he decided to lay off tonight. Maybe. August Hotel. Who? Oh, oh, yeah. Hey, you guys in there? Yes, ma'am. Somebody wants you on the phone. Okay, I'll be right over. In the booth. Yes, ma'am. Friday. No, wait a minute. Okay. What's that address? Yeah, I got it. Thanks. Right. What's up? Looks like we staked out the wrong places. Yeah. All night cafe on South Main. The owner was held up. He's pretty badly wounded. Huh? Sawed off shotgun. Frank and I drove over to the Joplin Grill at the corner of Main and Vincent Place. We talked to the patrol car officers who had discovered Fred Joplin's body. They told us Joplin was unconscious when they found him. They said that they'd call an ambulance and that he'd been taken to Georgia Street Receiving Hospital. We telephoned the hospital and asked them to be notified as soon as the victim was available for questioning. 4.42 a.m., Lieutenant Lee Jones and the crew from the crime lab began their investigation. Frank and I went back to the office. October 30th, 10.17 a.m., Georgia Street reported that Joplin had recovered consciousness. We drove down there and talked to Dr. Sebastian. He said that Joplin was suffering from shock and loss of blood. He also said that Joplin's right shoulder was severely lacerated and that there was a possibility the arm would have to be amputated. 10.46 a.m., we interviewed the victim. Sat down on the stool and asked for a cup of coffee. Yes, sir. I turned around, picked up the Silex, started filling the cup. Uh-huh. time I was finished, he'd got his gun out. Guess he had it in that bag he's carrying. Yes, sir. Told me it was a stick-up. Said to give him the money from the register or he'd shoot me. Mm-hmm. I didn't say nothing. Just stood there, kind of staring at him. Yeah. He raised up his gun. Shotgun it was. Yes, sir. I mean business, mister. That's what he said next. I mean business. 
I see. I still didn't say nothing. Just stood there with that cup of coffee in my hand. Start moving, he said. Voice sounded real low and mean. Didn't seem to match his face. Sort of a pleasant-looking fella. Voice would mean, though. Yeah. Started gesturing with that shotgun, pointing toward the register. That's when I let fly. Hmm? With a cup of coffee. Smashed it right into his face. I see. Must have given him quite a jolt. Yes, sir. Didn't keep him from shooting me, but it sure wrecked his aim some. Leastways, I'm still here. Don't remember nothing after that. I see. Sure, he'd him a good one, though. Them coffee cups ain't the lightest things in the world. Yes, sir, I understand. Not to mention the coffee itself. Golden hot it was. Mm -hmm. Right here. That's where I belted him. Right in the jaw. Used to be a ball player, you know. Is that right? Wasn't a pro exactly, but I had a first-rate pitching arm. Lefty Joplin, that's what they used to call me. Back in Junction City, Kansas, it was. Mm -hmm. Local merchants sponsored our team. Pitched 16 winners one season. Best record in the league. Yes, that's very good. Well, I ain't lost all my technique. Leastways, I sure whacked him with that cup. Yes, sir. Uh, Doc say anything to you fellas about how I'm doing? Well, just that you're getting along. He make up his mind about my right arm yet? What? Whether I'm going to lose it or not? No, sir, he didn't tell us. Uh, guess in a way I'm kind of lucky. What? Being left-handed. We asked the victim, Fred Joplin, to describe the suspect. The description he gave us tallied with what we already had. 11.17 a.m., Frank and I went back to the office. I can't figure it out, Joe. What? Why he'd switch from hotels to a cafe. Well, maybe he tumbled to our steakhouse. Yeah, I thought sure he'd try the Argus, though. It's the right spot for him. I get it. Robbery Friday. I see. Yeah. Anything else? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll give us something to go on anyway. Thank you. Right. Lee Jones in the lab. What's he got? Well, Joplin was right. He sure didn't miss with that coffee cup. They find the pieces? More than that. Huh? Found a broken front tooth. Analysis of the broken tooth revealed that it was part of a lower incisor. From what we learned of the suspect, it seemed likely that he would make an immediate effort to have the tooth replaced. For the next three days, Frank and I interviewed dentists in the immediate vicinity of the robberies. Thursday, November 3rd, 3.17 p.m. We questioned Dr. Clinton Potterfield in his office on the second floor of the Marsh Building. Yes, yes, I believe I had such a patient last Monday. Broken incisor? Yes, that's right. Could you tell us what he looked like? Oh, young man, about 30, nicely dressed, seemed very pleasant. Did he say what had happened to his tooth? Yes, he did, automobile accident. I see. He knocked it against the steering wheel. Uh -huh. He wanted a new fitting right away. Yes, sir. Agreed to make him a temporary as soon as I could. It should be finished tomorrow. Mm -hmm. He offered to pay me extra if I'd hurry it up. I told him you can't rush a new bridge, even a temporary. Yes, sir. Did he give you his name and address? Well, not me personally. My receptionist takes care of those details. Yes, sir, I understand. Would you mind checking with her? No, not a bit. Excuse me. It's about time we got a break. Oh. Hey, look out there. Hmm? Starting to rain. Yes, sir, it is. Yeah, just like the paper said. It's going to be a wet winter. Ah, here you are, gentlemen. I had her copy down for you. Thank you. Philip Seaver. Huh? Yes, that's correct. His address is right there, too. Yeah. Well, at least we know one thing now. What's that? Why he skipped over the Argus Hotel. Yeah? He lives there. Three fifty-eight p.m. Frank and I drove over to the Argus Hotel and we talked to the owner, George Argus. He told us that Philip Seaver lived on the second floor, room twenty-three. He said that Seaver was a quiet young man who had been staying at the hotel for the past six weeks. He also told us that Seaver worked nights and was probably in his room now. We took the elevator up to the second floor. There it is. 
right against there. the waller. What? Move. I sure don't know what this is all about. No, he's clean, Joe. All right, turn around. Okay. Where's the shotgun? You guys must be off your rocket. I'll see what I can turn up. All right. You got no right to come busting in here. Yeah. Now what would I be doing with the shotgun? Why don't you tell us? I never had a gun in my life. Boy, you cops sure make the darnest mistakes. I bet you picked the wrong guy up half the time. Yeah, sure. Look, there's nothing in that bureau except my clothes there, fella. Yeah, what about this? Well, it's just a satchel, that's all. It's locked. Where's the key? I don't know. I lost it. Break it open. Yeah. Hey, that's a good bag. Not worth anything to you without a key, is it? All right, Caesar, let's go. How the heck did that get in there? You don't know. I told you I didn't. Yeah. I never had a shotgun in my life. Well, you got one now. Oh, I must have picked up the wrong bag by mistake. Sure, that's what happened. Come on, Seaver. Okay, okay, I'm coming. Get down! Cut your hand? Uh, be all right. Look at that. Huh? You must have bad ones. What's that? Another tooth missing. The story you have just heard is true. The names were changed to protect the innocent. On March 12th, trial was held in Department 98, Superior Court of the State of California, in and for the County of Los Angeles. In a moment, the results of that trial. <laughs> Philip Herbert Seaver was tried and convicted of robbery in the first degree, five counts, and received sentence as prescribed by law. Robbery in the first degree is punishable by imprisonment for a period of not less than five years in the state penitentiary. Because of the viciousness of the suspect, it was decided that the terms would run consecutively. You have just heard Dragnet, a series of authentic cases from official files. Technical advice comes from the office of Chief of Police W.H. Parker, Los Angeles Police Department. <laughs>